up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Oh, so good to see you, brother. How are you? I'm not too bad. Enjoying my summer. How's, how's married life treating you? It's it's great. It's Good. wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> Next, we have a Dr. Jones wannabe with Pete. Pete, oh, you really got oh. really to wash that cup. Oh, yeah. I, you know, does this look like a cup of a carpenter? I don't know. No, it looks like a cup of a uh, theme park. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you know this isn't an original? <laughs> I will pay you $10,000 if that is the original. No, it's not. Okay. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And in the home stretch is Steve. Steve, you got two days, right? Two days. A day and a half if you really want to get down to hours. Uh, At this point, every little bit helps. So, guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Plus Platoon. This week, we are... We have watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, we intentionally did not choose Raiders of the Lost Ark because, as I think we mentioned this last week, everyone already has so many opinions about Raiders of the Lost Ark that we didn't really think there was anything new that we could cover on it. This movie, however, is one that a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I forgot Sean Connery was in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of we brought this up. Uh, we've obviously got Dial of Destiny coming out. I think it's end of this week, isn't it? Or next week? Uh, next week, I think. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, because you are the keeper of the faith of this series, Pete. I'm going to start with you. What made this movie a priceless artifact? Um, yeah, I mean, you can obviously see I'm a pretty big fan. The fact that I have, uh, uh, I've, I've several Indiana Jones artifacts that just happens to be one of them, uh, the one that applies to this movie. Um, but well, I, I have to say, um, and I, I guess I got to kind of go back in time a little bit. These movies were very influential to my teenage childhood, teenage years. Um, I was 19 when this movie came out. I loved this movie. Um, and so separating that from being a person watching it today and reviewing it was a bit difficult. Um, but what else, what I'll say did work about this movie is it did feel like for the most part, an exciting Indiana Jones adventure that was more in line with the first movie than, than temple of doom. Temple of doom was a very dark movie. I, I still like it a lot, but it's, the tone of it was much darker. This was more in line with the first movie, which was 
fairly lighthearted. I mean, there's some dark moments and everything, but um, I did like the adventure that went on. I also liked that they tried to develop Indiana Jones by bringing his father in and to give you like to try to give him some history uh, of, you know, why he's the person he is and everything like that. I did um, at the time really enjoy that dynamic between the two characters. Um, and I don't know, Sean Connery is great. You know, he's, he's, he's kind of, no matter how bad the movie is, he's in, he's, he's fun. So, um, those are going to be my two, that's my two comments. And I'm going to let Steve, uh, and the rest of you guys go next. Um, I agree with you, Pete. I think the dynamic between, um, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery was one of the best parts of the movie. I guess that dynamic playing back and forth, um, I think that would be the perfect, who's going to be the father of Indiana Jones? They cast it perfectly. Um, I also loved the um, action sequences, like the, the boat chase, the fight on the boat, um, the thing with the tank, all the big action things were, like you said, just sort of back from that original Indiana Jones, just great cinema. Like Pete, I saw this movie originally in the theater and I haven't actually seen it until I guess watched it this past weekend. Um, it was the action sequences and I felt like it really captured that first moment of the movie. The second movie is different. I have thoughts on that, but I'd say action sequences and the dynamic between them. Derek, what would you say? Um, First, I think the casting of Sean Connery is brilliant, although it takes a little bit for you to think why they cast James Bond as his father <laughs> um, and why he has the Scottish accent when there's none, no trace of it with Indy, because even if, if it, if it's with his father, there would have been a, probably at least a little bit of a trace of it. My father ha- is from Austria and has an Austrian accent and I have no Austrian accent. So I mean, I, I mean, that's fair. So it's just, I don't think that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think it used the origin story effectively that first, what is it? 15 minutes or so of, and uses the cross of Cortez to kind of understand where Indy got the passion for antiquities and making sure they found museums and such. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked, it worked well as a sequel. Um, you had to have seen Raiders for some of it to make sense. I would argue. I don't think you really needed to see Temple of Doom for it to make sense. No. But you needed to see yeah. some Raiders for it to make sense. Like, know who Marcus is. No, you know, is that the 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 throwaway line of is that the is that the lost the Ark of the Covenant? Are you sure? Pretty darn. Yeah. Um, with the picture in the in the catacombs, but um, I mean, the, it's got funny moments. It has heart rending moments. Is it perfect? No, but it has like, you know, one of the best lines. And I would say this is probably top 10 lines of all cinemas. He chose poorly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, hey, what worked for you? Yeah, um, I liked it. I I couldn't remember if I had seen this one. I know I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark before. Um, I do think I had already seen bits and pieces of this of this particular movie. Um, I liked it. I don't usually like Nazi movies. 
I don't usually like to spend my time watching movies with Nazis in them. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I remember thinking while watching it, <coughs> excuse me, I, <coughs> I remember thinking, ooh, I bet all of the guys on the Plus Platoon loved this movie growing up. Like, I bet this... I oh wow. I I remember thinking I I can see coming out in 89. I can see why this franchise was a huge hit at that time. Um it had a great storyline, wonderful actors. I recognized the guy who played Brody from the movie Trading Spaces, which oh, yeah. is <laughs> just, I, I kept looking at him and I was like, I know him from somewhere. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, he's the guy from Trading Spaces. So, um, and Sean Connery, just the casting was brilliant. Harrison Ford was a hottie. River Phoenix, hottie. Like, I get it. I understand why men and women all liked this movie. Um, it had adventure. It had it had puzzles. It was just, I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, and you got to remember, throughout the 80s, there were a lot of really, really bad Indiana Jones movies, type movies, all in that time. And, like, the only one that seemed like you could do it right were the, were, was Indiana Jones. So, yeah. um, you know, if you if you were... A lot of those movies are sort of lost to the mist of time, rightly so. Yeah, but um, you know, there's only been there's only been a few of those kind of that feel of movies that have been successful and actually entertaining. Like I would say, like the Mummy is very much like an Indiana Jones movie. The first Mummy, totally. Yeah, yeah. But um, I I love the Mummy. I would add to this the foreshadowing like watching this movie through the second time and knowing what's coming all those little hints of foreshadowing that they threw into the movie like oh because i haven't seen a while and knowing what was coming like that's very clever Um, yeah yeah and pete i have a question for you because i was reading in this have you heard the theory theory about characters that red wear red flowers basically turning evil oh no no so there's this theory because characters who wear red flowers are not trustworthy. In the Indiana Jones movies? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I did not so, know that. So I have to read more up on that, but they're talking about um just like in this movie, if anyone who wears a red flower is cannot be trust trusted from what they're saying the first part. So See, I have to read more I up on it. I love stuff like that. Right? It, it's I love that it. to me was like, oh, like on that second watch, like, oh, I know what's coming. And so Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for a little tidbit. Now, <clears throat> Kate and, and Kate, now when I said I didn't like this, many because I didn't see it when I was growing up. I didn't see this until like college because I would have been nine when this came out and I would not have liked this when I was nine. Okay. So that's fair. Now, what about this movie did Spielberg and George Lucas choose poorly? What didn't work for the movie? So I actually don't have a lot for this. I I don't like movies about Nazis. So, but I did notice there was one theme. It wasn't the Indiana Jones theme, but there was one. Oh, and I'm not going to be able to think of what it was now, but it was very similar in the same key 
and very similar to a theme from Star Wars. Um, oh, so it sounded like a John Williams movie. Gotcha. Yeah, and then and then I remembered because like it caught me about three different times when they'd start doing the theme, and I would start singing the Star Wars song. And um, so, but then I was like, oh, it's John Williams. Like, duh, it's gonna it's gonna sound. It's like how Sondheim, all of Sondheim, sounds the same. But um, so that kind of caught me off guard. It, it, I don't have a lot negative to say about it. It was a catchy eighties movie. It was a, it's, it's a cult classic. It, that's kind of how I, how I inter was it, was it cheesy in points? Yeah, absolutely. Was it predictable in points? Yup. A hundred percent. But it was also an, a sci-fi ish action movie from the eighties. So I kind of took it with a grain of salt. Um, and I know there's going to be things. Oh, I can say, Derek, I feel you on. Um, I would not have liked this movie as a child when the guy drinks out of the chal the wrong chalice and he turns into the Tales from the Crypt man. <laughs> I that would have scared the poop out of me as a child. That would have scared me so bad. So, um. After after yeah. surviving them uh, ripping a heart out of a guy at uh, fourteen, I was I was fine with the old guy turning That's old fair. at nineteen. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it 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 didn't have anything in my opinion that was like, oh, this is like it didn't in my opinion didn't have anything blatantly racist or like really like did not hold up over time. It was. It was a kitschy 80s movie and it worked and it held up. So I feel like I, you know, you all said The Mummy, which I hadn't thought of The Mummy. I kept thinking National Treasure. It, yeah, was, those like, are, it was like a modern are, 80s National Treasure. Yeah, those are like, definitely similar movies for yeah. sure. So that's me. What about you, Pete? Um. So again, taking off the, I love this as a, as a youth goggles, um, even though this was the part where they had the interaction between uh, Indy and his dad, that whole middle section from when he left, when they left the castle to when they got to the desert um, is not very, it's, it's, it's not very good. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's action sequences, but none of them are very compelling and it's all about kind of the, the, you know, getting the getting the time for uh you know Indiana Jones and and his dad to be snippy towards each other and while that worked for me really well uh when i was 19 now watching it i i was kind of like this is this is a little long this middle part i really i really enjoyed the first part and i really enjoyed from when they got to uh to the desert <laughs> and I know you said you're the, the cho chosen poorly line, but one of my favorite lines in this movie is, uh, is, uh, when he, when he says to Sala, he's like, those are six camels. I said, no camels. Can you count? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That made me laugh. <laughs> um, but, um, anyways, I, I think, uh, you know, I think that middle part doesn't work very well. The other thing I would say, it always annoys me when movies do this, and this movie was one of the first to do it, is in that first... I love that first 15-minute segment, except that 
every single quirk of Indiana Jones is created in this one action sequence. Like, uh, like everything about him, his whip yeah. and his scar and his fear and of snakes hat. and his hat and his <laughs> and and his uh you know everything happened because of that one 20 minute sequence um i i give that a little bit of a pass only because uh that opening sequence eventually led to the young indiana jones chronicles which is a tv series that's also available on disney plus that's and also not very well, good what that's also not very good it's it's very up and down. Some of it is very slow, but it's actually um, I don't I don't think it works particularly one well as a as like an action show, but I think as like a history show, it's actually there's actually some pretty good episodes of that. So um, I kind of I kind of forgive that first part, but yeah, the middle's the middle doesn't completely work for me. So Steve, um question for you pete i'm trying to remember the end of indiana jones and um readers of the lost ark at the very end do we have the characters who sort of melts is that right yes yes my one critique would be we had a very similar thing happen at the end of this movie instead of you quickly aged quickly entered into the crypt keeper um it's sort of this similar ending um overall i i liked the movie like i said pete it was something i grew up watching it was a huge hit um that's really everything else i enjoyed i agree with you pete there was that slow part in the middle but i enjoyed the movie i mean i've enjoyed i've actually enjoyed all the movies well not maybe the last one the crystal skull not so much but i would say the endings were somewhat similar okay um for me, definitely agree the middle was slow. Definitely agree was the middle was slow. And I'm sorry, but did he really have to run into Hitler at the rally? Yeah, that whole dark issue. That, that whole scene could have gone right. That was that was almost. I mean, they could have done something else for them to get the diary back, or if they had to get the diary back, it, they had it, to get the diary back, or they just picked the diary back up in. Um, they pick the diary back up in the desert, right? So, um, yeah, and I don't know. It's it's hard because it's one of those movies that's on all the time. It's always on, like especially lately. Like Paramount Network has had it on just about every weekend. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's hard when you've watched parts of a movie a lot. And other parts not. Is that why you like or don't like those certain parts? To me, this is almost bordering on that because this, I don't remember the last time I actually sat and watched this thing the whole way through it. I will, you either, you usually either catch the very beginning or more likely you catch it from where he gets shot to the end. That's the portion that I have watched countless times. Um, but. I don't know the playing up of the relation as a good as I said, this relationship between Indy and his dad was all of a sudden the, the resolving of Indiana, let it go was just mm-hmm. one of those. I understand why he said it because, you know, he just come back in the illumination and it's changed him. But that was so out of character with how, every other way his father had been portrayed. So, I mean, that that's just one little thing that 
kind of bugged me a little bit. Um, did, did, did it bug anybody else that he had just dropped Elsa and then his dad said, let it go? Get <laughs> 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 hey, your cut off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of letting things go, sorry, Pete. I think we're gonna, I'm having trouble picking you up. <laughs> no, I will say, for me personally, the rat scene has always kind of creeped me out. Of especially the rats coming in through the top of the sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you do understand it's supposed to. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay, I do. Um, so, Kate, you had something to add. Was this the movie um, where he said, "Why is it? Why is it got to be snakes or something?" No, that's like that's that. Raiders. Oh, it is Raiders. I couldn't remember. He looks, he looks down and sees the. They dropped the flames at snakes. Why did it have to be Why snakes? Why snakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the rats did, and I'm actually I am not afraid of rats. I don't mind rats, but um, I, that grossed me out. That part grossed me out. Um. um okay. Now. Is this the best Indiana Jones movie? I think we're going to go a, a blanket statement. Crystal Skull is not the best Indiana Jones movie. And until we see Dial of Destiny, probably the worst Indiana Jones movie. But it's, it's hard. It's hard. to. I, I can't imagine anyone thinking Crystal Skull is a good movie. Apparently, Steven Spielberg did. Well, <laughs> that or he liked the paycheck. Um, so, and guys, I know I'm freezing a lot. Hopefully you guys can still hear me. Okay. No, yes. so, you're okay. fine. not sure what's going on with the video guys. Sorry, Steve, is this the best Indiana Jones movie? Well, Temple Doom is number three for me. I enjoyed it as a teenager. I love that movie. Totally geared towards teenage boys. Um, I'm going to say, actually, I enjoy this movie slightly more than Raiders of Lost Ark. Um, if I, there's parts I like, but overall, I liked this movie slightly more. And I don't know why. I think maybe it's because where I was, but I'd say I like this one slightly more. Are we going to okay. Derek next? Yeah, we are going to Derek next. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, what is the best indie? So, the best indie movie is this one over Raiders? Yes, by like a hair margin for me. Okay. Um, for me, it's Raiders over this um, because it was hard for me to sit and watch this all the way through and I can sit and watch Raiders all the way through. Um, just, or it wasn't hard for me to watch this all the way through. It was hard to not be tempted to pull out my phone on this all the way through. And it was not tempted to, for me to be looking elsewhere all the way through. Raiders, and part of it is I've seen Raiders so many more times. But to me, Raiders just has, and you know me, I like the original movie more than sequels, typically. Typically. So to me, it's Raiders, this Temple Crystal. Kate? So I, I think I've only seen uh, Raiders and this one. I, I think I, I think those are the only two that I've seen. So and and they both kind of equally held my attention the same. 
So I would say it's a tie between Raiders and and this one. Maybe Raiders a little bit more because that's the one that I inadvertently quoted the the most. (laughs) So probably Raiders and then this pulls a close second. But again, those are the only two I've seen. So go ahead. Uh, For for me, it's Raiders. It's uh, it's my top five movies of all time. Um, This is, this is not, as I said, if, if you'd asked me in 1989, I would have put all three very close together. Um, cause I love them all. I, but I would say watching it now, I definitely like Raiders more. Um, I actually like Temple of Doom more than this one. I know Temple of Doom has some flaws too, but I think once they get to the action and the, the, the big problem with Temple of Doom is again, the middle section of it. Um, I love the opening section of it. And then I love from when they get in the Temple of Doom through the rest of it. I think it's awesome. Um, but uh, I, I think I would put this one third, just a little behind Temple of Doom and, and Raiders is five, five stars all the way for me, which this is not. Okay, that's fair. And part of the reason I brought this up is typically people say like the third in a trilogy because we got to count this as originally a trilogy. Right. Yeah. Typically people have liked the third movie in a trilogy the best. Yeah, often more than the second one. Yeah, oh, yeah, and and it's funny how that works. That the second one is often not good. Yeah, um, a lot of times. But think I'm thinking Back to the Future. Back to the Future Two is terrible. Mm-hmm. So now speaking of Back to the Future, we this obviously has had two, has had a sequel. Was it is Crystal Skull five years oldish? No, it's actually like 12 years old or something. Wow. It was it was like 2010, 2009, 2010. It was very similar to Avatar actually around the same okay. time. Um and then it has a sequel obviously coming out next week. Right. I'm going to start with you Kate on this one. Are there any other movie franchises that should be unearthed to create a new chapter of? Yeah. Um, so uh, knee jerk reaction was back to the future. Um, but I want to change my answer because, and here's what's hard is some of these, the, the main characters have since passed away. The actors have passed away. So you couldn't do it. Mrs. Doubtfire is one that I would love to have seen, uh, a remake or a redo with Robin Williams of Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, blazing saddles is another one. And, and, and Kate, I would argue Blazing Saddles could not be made today. There's no way that he could gotten away with making Blazing Saddles today. <laughs> I would agree. Never, I would agree. Never. Um, and, and I mean, another one on that path is Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. Oh, like they did. They did make remake. Oh, they, they did. did make her, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, God. And it's see, so funny. I would I would take the Coming to America and go. You couldn't redo Trading Places, though. Agreed. Today, another you one you could throw in there is Airplane. Oh my god, or clue. Airplane oh my sequels. god. Airplane has airplane has sequels. clue. Oh, clue is a great idea. Yeah. Make another clue yes. movie. But but would it be well, yeah, it probably would, but with if you don't have Tim Curry and you don't have some of those those actors that were so funny, um, but clue would be another one. And I and I wish that they would do it where every movie theater 
you it was like round robin on what ending you got of the movie because that's how they did it originally right correct yeah so those are the i know i just gave you like five and notice eric i didn't say the 1994 cinema classic um sleepless in seattle you're welcome no one needs to see okay sleepless (laughs) in seattle the only thing that could happen next is they actually got divorced Uh, (laughs) yeah what would be the next uh, yeah Sleepless in Seattle. One of them gets amnesia and they have to meet again. When they're in their 70s and, you know, they go to bed at six because they ate supper at four and they're up at three in the morning. So, so good. What's your idea? So, yeah, sleepless in Seattle because they have to go to the bathroom every two hours. Yeah. Uh Uh, (laughs) So, mine actually, I I haven't seen it, but they did one last year, but it didn't really get a lot of press. But I was thinking if we're going back to the 80s, there were two of these movies made and I really liked them at the time. And I love the books they're based on, but the Fletch movies. Um, they actually re- they actually made a new Fletch movie last year with John Hamm, I believe, and I did not see it. Mm. So, um, but I, I I'm not a huge Chevy Chase fan, but the original Fletch movie was really really good. The second one, but uh, so that 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 would be uh, one idea that I would I would think of. Um, I honestly I don't I don't I really wish we would stop rehashing these old movies. Um, and when it comes to Indiana Jones, I would actually rather them try to do a movie with a, with a new actor, um, than they do what they're up. They had a step. Shia LaBeouf was set up to be. He was right. Over. Yeah, and he was. Apparently he dies. He's dead in this next one. I don't think so. That's not what I heard. I heard he's. I, I thought heard, you he's just Shia LaBeouf died. And I was no, like, no, 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 no. Mutt died, but yeah, mutt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really want another Indiana Jones movie. But if I was going to have one, I would prefer to not try to drag Harrison Ford back again. Um, in the end, I'm going to go pay and see this movie. I know I am, but um, my expectations are super duper low, and it might so, not meet them. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I guess my expectations are better than Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, then you maybe set yourself up for disappointment. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And anyway, Steve, what about what about you? You got some movies you wanted to see uh, dug up? Um, I'm gonna go more recent because I actually really enjoyed the movie, but another solo movie, Han Solo movie, because I liked I liked the solo movie. I really enjoyed it. Um. No, that's never going to happen. But that one there, I also love um, Kate's idea of another Clue movie. I mean, if that's on, I'll watch that. It's hilarious. Every time. Um, I'll watch yes. it every time. Um, I don't know if they could pull that off. But I would say more recently, though, what comes to mind is the solo movie because I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, Derek. For me, I'm going to give you an example of a series that both did very well and was horrible at the same time when it had been unearthed. And I'm going to go with Ghostbusters because the all Ghostbusters 2 was not very good. It was okay, but it wasn't very good. It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. The all female Ghostbusters was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't care that they were female, it was written by a bunch of Saturday Night Live direct 
writers is how it felt. They were always going for the cheap joke. Okay? It just wasn't a good movie. It wasn't 100%. a good movie. Now, Afterlife was wonderful. Ghostbusters Afterlife worked because it tied into the original without having to have all of the original characters. Yes, they show up at the end. Yes, they show up here and there in little cameo type appearances. But that's not what the story's about. The story is about developing a new round like Indiana Jones should have done. Like all these movies yes. that are trying to bring it back. Great. Now develop the new cast that can go forward. Tie it to the original, but develop it to the new cast that can go forward. Um, I don't know. I, other than that, I struggle to think of in movies that are decent at all that they haven't already tried to make a sequel for. Um, I know they're going to make a, another Top Gun movie. Um, I don't need to see another Top Gun movie. Two, we don't uh, need any more Top Gun movies. We don't need any more Mission Impossible movies. And for the oh. love of God, we don't need any more Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, I like the Mission Impossible movies. Oh. I'm, I'm okay with those. I haven't seen them, so I actually probably shouldn't judge. <laughs> I, I've seen the first one in like 20 minutes of like 2, 3, and 4 or 17, 36, and 29 or whatever they're on. There's a... There's so a, how can you say you don't like them if you don't see them? I I was more for, thinking like Tom. I'm just kind of sick of Tom Cruise. Oh, that's okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. That's more what I meant. But um, like, I would do another Matrix movie. Ooh, no, no. I liked the Matrix. No. He yeah, did. Did you see the sequel? Nope. Yeah. Uh huh. Did you see so, either of the sequels? Nope. No, no. I'm talking about the more recent one. Uh, oh, number number four, number whatever. Four. Yeah. No, I've only seen the original. Oh, we'll stick with yeah, that. They, they made more and they're not good. So, um, but I think one thing we can all agree on is we are sick of remakes and sequels. Yeah. Well, no. definitely not remakes because it's like, don't, don't give me the same movie again without, without like, significant plot changes without, right without some kind of change to it that really makes it feel like a, a different, different story like yeah. i think we keep going back to um cruella which was not a perfect movie but at least it was not 101 dalmatians up, at least it came up with a different movie right yeah yeah so, and for love of god stop making the 90s remaking the 90s animated movies into live act excuse me into cgi action say it louder for the people in the back because let's well, be run, done with that they're running out of movies but uh, i know there's lilo and stitch coming out yep. there's i'm just waiting for them to remake the black cauldron oh, they don't know they're really i don't i don't actually think they'll, they'll do that one mm -hmm. i think that might be the only one they skip uh how about uh uh oh not is it not basil is it basil baker street yes Yes. Yeah, that so was a great, no, great mouse detective. detective. Great mouse detective. Great, great, great mouse, mouse detective. detective. But what yeah. about Sword in the Stone? We'll get to that. We're we're getting to that, and that is that is not a new story at all. That story has been told literally hundreds of times. Yeah, the Arthurian sure. legend, including in this movie. <laughs> well, well, but the, but the knights and the crusades and all that 
in this movie. Yeah, but it was not. So, the, I mean, that was not the Arthurian Knights, obviously. Yeah. But, okay, as we always do, we have to give this movie a rating on Cups of Pixie Dust out of five. Kate, what are we giving it? I mean, I'll give it a solid three. I'll give it a solid three. I, I could I could be swayed to give it a 3.5, but I'm going to start with a three. Do it. Give it a 3.5. So, so like you like three Peter Pan and Wendy better than this? Oh, no. Did you I give Peter Pan and Wendy a three? And a half. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a dream the other night that I got cast as Wendy in a in a movie. It was weird. Anyway. Um, all right. I'll give it a 3.5. Okay. Uh, yeah i'm giving it a 3.5 as i said when i was when i was 19 and i saw this probably three or four times in the theater i would have told you all indiana jones movies are a five but um i enjoyed this it's not one i would revisit a lot though and um but i would revisit it so three and a half and we'll make it a turkey i also give it three and a half (laughs) (laughs) um Go ahead, Derek. It's, it's it's straight three and a half. It's wow. Straight wow. wow. That's pretty high for Derek. Because this is that a movie, if I'm Derek. flipping past it and I see it on, <laughs> I will at least say if nothing else is on, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch that. So yeah. it's 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 a movie that I will stop and watch. Okay, so let's ask that question. Ask that question. Name two movies that if you are flipping through the channels, that you will stop. And what you're doing, and watch until the end. Okay, Back to the Future Part One. Okay. That's yeah. tough because there's not many movies I'll do that for. Um, I would I would say I have a hard time turning off Jaws. That's one of my all time favorites. Um, for me, it's Apollo 13. That's a good one. That's a I have one. to make sure that they make it home. <laughs> <laughs> For me, and again, but although again, to me, that's one part of the movie where it depends on where they are in the movie. Mm. If they if they're already around the moon, probably. If they're not all the way around the moon, I'm probably skipping it and maybe coming back. Uh, for me, it's original Ghostbusters and Blazing Saddles. Those two. Those are two, those are the two movies that if that's coming on and I flip past it, I set down the remote. And watch it until the end. Yeah. I will say Blazing Saddles is up there as well. The Jerk is also up there. Oh, what a good movie. It's a great movie. He hates these cans. The beans, the beans, it's the cans. Um, oh God, that movie's great. Uh and Clue. I would sit and watch Clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you said two. So Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Pete, you have any you have a couple? Oh, you already did. You said John. well. I said yeah. I said I said one, but um, I can't. The problem is like the movies that I love the most. I've seen so many times. Uh-huh. I, most of them, I probably am not. Like I, actually, Back to the Future is a good example. I love that movie. I, it was on TV the other day, and I clicked by it, and I was like, "Oh, Back to the Future, I love this." But I kept going. <laughs> I do have another one. No, no, I was gonna say I will stop probably on three, but not on one. Back to the future. I will stop on three. I'll probably stop on three if, especially if they're into the last day. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, that to the end, I will definitely watch. Three is actually really good. Yes. 
So, Steve, what's your other one? A Christmas story. Oh, because every Christmas, every Christmas, I, I I can watch. Absolutely, I could watch it multiple times. <laughs> White so, Christmas uh, also does it for okay. me. White no. Christmas, yes. White Christmas, absolutely. That is what we turn on, like as we're decorating the tree. Mm-hmm. I know after we've decorated the tree in the afternoon, we sit. We always have snacks and watch White Christmas. I want to be invited to that party. Sure, come on out. Usually, <laughs> usually Black Friday or that Saturday. Am I am I allowed to use a concert film? Fantasia? Sure. No, no. Uh Stop it, Stop Making Sense. Talking Heads is a concert film from 1983 or something, 84. Nice. Um if I do happen to click on that coming around the TV, I will watch it to the end. I will also say usually original Blues Brothers. My dad gave that me one that. also depends where it is in the movie. That my one. dad gave me that VHS when I was seven, <laughs> and he gave it to me as a present. And my mother was like, "Absolutely not!" Because it's rated R. I know, but my dad didn't. He no, it's language. It's just for he language. Just loved the movie, so he gave it to me. And my mom was like, "No, absolutely and, not." And okay. that one, there are sections I will watch. I will watch basically in the early section. It's any time like when they're dealing with Ray. When they're dealing with Aretha Franklin in the in the in the thing, the the musical numbers I'll watch. I'll watch um, Bob's Country Bunker is hilarious. Yeah, but and then the concert to the end. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. If they're in the if they're if they're to the concert or close to the concert, then I would just keep watching it. Yeah. So. So am I allowed to share a story about the Blues Brothers? Absolutely. We've gone uh, so, off the rails so far here. So yeah. why not? So so I was. I think like nine years old and I went to see them. We went to see the movie Herbie goes bananas. I still remember this. Okay. I went to see the movie Herbie, Herbie goes bananas. And at one point, and this will never happen to any child ever again going forward because it can't somehow they switched the reels. And in the middle of Herbie goes bananas, we got a reel from the blues brothers. That's hilarious. And it was the scene where they're they're sneaking into the, uh, into the venue for yeah. Um, yeah, with, with Minnie the Moocher, yeah, with, with Minnie the Moocher, and they're sneaking into the women's bathroom. And I'm uh-huh. like nine years old, and I know oh, I, I, even then I knew it was a blue rose. Like, I'm not supposed to be seeing this, ah! uh-huh. and it just burned in my brain <laughs> still today at nine years old. I <laughs> cannot tell you, phenomenal. I could not tell you anything about Herbie Goes Bananas, but I can, I can see in my head that scene from the Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys sometimes one of these times we're just going to need to have a non disney plus show of just like best non favorite movies well <laughs> no Not sleepless in seattle would you like me to do a one woman show of sleepless in seattle <laughs> because i absolutely can because that's the only never mind i'm gonna shut my mouth on that one because <laughs> i don't want to get hate mail um okay <sighs> Okay, did you get it out of your eye? Did you, did you did you manage to figure it out? Okay, just checking. So, Kate, what do we got this week for the Disney Plus news? Ah, sorry, I'm muted. Okay, Disney Plus news. First up, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Final season will arrive on Disney Plus on August 9th. The crew getting ready to finally graduate are putting on High School Musical 3 senior year. However, 
High School Musical 4, The Reunion, is announced to begin shooting at the high school, allowing Disney to bring back as many of the original characters as they can pay appearance fees for. This sounds like it is going to be terrible. (laughs) Oh, it's good. If they have a trailer out, no. Just, just no. I, I don't First, know. I, don't, I like sorry. season three so much, though. But I'm Did sorry. At what age three? are these kids not believable high schoolers anymore? Oh, they already weren't in the in the one camp, in the camp one. No, they were believable in one. Season three, three was that at camp? Did yeah. they go that was camp? when they went to camp. Yeah, that's right. And Corbin Blue was in it. Yeah. Got it. All right, and last but certainly not least, uh, Pixar. Mm. Pete Doctor is blaming the poor box office of Elemental on Disney Plus, saying it has trained audiences to wait for the projects to come to the service instead of watching them in theaters. And I'm not going to lie, I don't think he's wrong. Maybe, be, but could it also be because it's a bad movie? Yes, it it's could wrong. be. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it yet, so and I don't think I don't think any of us are going to see it. But it's one I would have waited till it came out on video. I mean, this whole wait until you can see it not in the theater for cheaper is nothing new. Right. That started with blockbusters. That started when you could watch it at home for $2.99 for three days. If it was new, it was $2.99 for one night. Yeah, but it used to be you couldn't do it in six weeks. I think I think that's like like if you told me uh, I got to wait six months to see it, I might be I more likely to, on this to see it. This one I would not pay for. Yeah, movie I'd, tickets going to the movies if you were to buy tickets and get a drink a soda or something and a popcorn it is very expensive or two it would be six, 50 to 60 dollars yeah yeah it's been that way for for a while i, I know but that's and, no, that's and, and it does pre- i mean it has it's what's changed the movie we're gonna we're getting right way off the rails but yeah whatever you know it, it's it's what's changed the, you know, what people do is do you pay 50 bucks today or do you wait six weeks and watch it on your couch? And a lot more movies are getting the couch, but I don't disagree what he's saying that the last three Pixar movies went right to Disney plus, but which doesn't, all- which doesn't help that not the last three. Cause Lightyear was went to theaters, but you know, I think that, I agree. Also, it was this didn't particularly grab people, but I think also if you're training people to be like, here's our service, we're going to have this movie on really quick. Why bother going to theaters to see it? You know, that's fair. And I think, I think Disney could, the way Disney can change that is if they start delaying their new releases to, like, if this all of a sudden, this is their Thanksgiving Disney Plus release. Yeah, that's, that's what they, would have worked. That's, that's what, would what worked. they should. They should wait. All they got to do is wait three months. People are impatient. <laughs> See, but the summer release always came to video in time for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I agree. This should come out for like Thanksgiving. Yeah. And the Thanksgiving release should come out in like Easter. Yeah. Or, or like Memorial Day or yeah, somewhere along those lines. Probably March ish. March the the Christmas or, one usually came out in March ish. Or do what Avatar did, which is you release the movie, then you release an actual physical media, which they released in like March or April or something like that, and sold. But, and, and people are and still it's, buying and it sold, and then they didn't release it to to Disney Plus or to streaming because it's actually on multiple platforms. But they didn't release it till June. 
So right. you, you, you didn't, you knew it wasn't coming right away, which is more motivation to go see it in the theaters. Well, you'll notice they haven't released the new guardians movie yet. Right. I yeah. think, I, I think they're fine. I think they're finally going to go back to, if they hope to fix, if they, if that's truly the issue and they hope to fix it, they're going to have to go back to the six month release window. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. If they want people going to mid-range movies in the theaters. Was it Black Widow that you could get it early if you paid ex- the, 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 so. the, yeah. the there was Mulan. Black Widow was one of them. Mulan like, was another. Mulan, Mulan. Like, Cruella, you could do that. And that has gone away and I'm not sure why. Because that would not cost Disney any extra money. Yeah. So, anyway, next week, Steve and Gina in the background are going to be working on their tans and getting laid while they're in Hawaii. <laughs> Not together. Not oh, no. in Alaska. Oh, in Alaska. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. You're going to Hawaii oh, later. That will be together. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you're going on an Alaska cruise. Kate, so, so they're getting salmoned. Yes. Never mind. We can go completely off the PG rating anytime we really wanted to here. But you started it. I, I started it. I blame the whiskey. Um, so next week, it'll be Kate, Pete, and I. We're going to have a short episode next week. We're going to be just talking about the Secret Invasion premiere. Um. The Samuel Jackson one, from what I have heard, make sure you have seen Captain Marvel on that one. And really, that's about the old, if you've seen from what I hear, if you've seen Captain Marvel and you know about the blip, that's what you need to know on that movie. So, um, guys, if we have suggestions, we've got some gaps coming up in especially in July. We've got a couple openings. If you have suggestions, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We are have new episodes dropping every week, usually on YouTube and on ma- all major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, Steve, Gene in the background. And thank you all of our listeners. And we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.